This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 139 is going to be from 2 Chronicles chapter 24 and verse 4. King Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. As God's people, our hearts also need to be set on repairing the house of the Lord. 2 Chronicles chapter 24 and verse 4 reads, Now it happened after this that Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. In Second Chronicles chapter 24 and verse 1, Joash was seven years old, and he understood from this young age that the house of the Lord needed to be repaired, that everything that was in it that was not good needed to be taken out of it. All of the idols, they needed to be done away with, and he understood that the house of the Lord needed to be repaired. How come as adults today we can't understand this? That we need to worship God the way that he wants to worship be worshipped, instead of the way that we want to worship him. If a seven-year-old child king can understand that God needs to be worshipped the proper way, we as adults can understand this as well. In Second Chronicles chapter 24, verses 5 and following, the Bible says, Then he gathered the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Judah and gather from all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year, and see that you do it quickly. However, the Levites did not do it quickly. So the king called Jedidiah, the chief priest, and said to him, Why have you not required the Levites to bring in from Judea or Judah and from Jerusalem the collection, according to the commandment of Moses, the servant of the Lord, and of the assembly of Israel? For the tabernacle of witness, for the sons of Adaliah, that wicked women, had broken into the house of God, and had also presented all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord to Baals. Then at the king's command, they made a chest and set it outside at the gate of the house of the Lord. And they made a proclamation throughout Judea and Jerusalem to bring to the Lord the collection that Moses the servant of God had imposed on Israel in the wilderness. Then all the leaders and all the people rejoiced, brought their contributions, and put them into the chest until all had given. So it was at that time when the chest was brought to the king's official by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, that the king's scribe and the high priest officer came and emptied the chest and took it and returned it to its place. Thus they did day by day and gathered money in abundance." Then king and Jedidiah gave it to those who did the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and they hired masons and carpenters to repair the house of the Lord, and also those who worked in iron and bronze to restore the house of the Lord. So the workmen labored, and the work was completed by them. They restored the house of God to its original condition and reinforced it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money before the king of and Jedidiah. They made from it articles for the house of the Lord, articles for serving, offering, spoons and vessels of gold and silver, and they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually all the days of Jedidiah. And so King Joash 
commanded the Levites to go out and to bring money in quickly, but they didn't do that. And so Joash made sure this time that it would be done properly. You see, a seven-year-old king understood that the house needed repaired, and he did not give up until it was repaired. This is the same attitude that we need in the church today. The church in a lot of places needs repairing. And we, as adults, we need to understand that, and we need to set our mind on repairing the house of the Lord. We do this today by studying his word and applying it to our lives and then insisting that others do so as well. In Matthew chapter 15, verses 7 through 11, the Bible says, Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching his doctrine the commandments of men. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a man. So in Matthew chapter 15, verses 7 through 11, Jesus tells them, Don't draw near to me with your mouth if your heart is going to be far from me. Today, we need to understand this. We need to understand that if we're going to claim to be Christian, we need to draw near to God with our heart. And we need to make sure that our worship is not vain. Israel, in 2 Chronicles chapter 24 and verse 4, before Joash became king, their worship was vain because the house of the Lord was defiled. There was idols and all different kinds of improper worship inside of it. And Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. We need to make sure that we set our hearts on repairing the house of the Lord. We need to make sure that our worship is not in vain, as it was in Jesus' time. In Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 through 17, the Bible says, Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who brought, bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Then then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. And he said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise? Then he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and lodged there. Jesus understood that the house of God was being defiled. They were making the house of God a den of thieves and that it needed to be repaired. It needed to be changed back to the way that God wanted it to be. And so Jesus drove them out of the temple. When the temple needed to be repaired, he had a heart to repair the house of God, just like Joash. He was not going to put up with the house of God being a den of thieves. He did something about it. In verse 12 of Matthew chapter 21, Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who brought, bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. When something inappropriate is going on in the house of God today, which is the church, 2 Timothy chapter, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, then we need to do something about it. We need to have a heart 
on repairing the house of the Lord. King Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. As God's people, our hearts also need to be set on repairing the house of the Lord. In Matthew chapter 23, verses 13 through 15, the Bible says, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Something was wrong. Jesus understood that something was wrong with the scribes and the Pharisees. They were hypocrites. And he was not going to stand by and just allow them to continue going on in a way that was destructive to their own souls. He was going to warn them. And he did. He said, woe to you. Three different times in these passages here. Woe to you. Stop doing this. Stop living this way. We need to have a heart on repairing the house of the Lord. And if we're going to have a heart on repairing the house of the Lord, we have to have a heart that wants to seek and to save that which is lost, Luke 19.10. Jesus had that heart. And according to Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, we are to put that heart, which is called the mind here, into us. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus was not going to stand by and watch the people who make up the church, make up his people, just go to hell, walk down the wrong path without being warned about it. As God's people today, we need to warn people that are on the wrong path. If they're doing things that are not right, and they're walking down a path which leads to hell, and by the way, there are only two paths in this world, the path that leads to heaven and the path that leads to hell. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. The path that leads to heaven is narrow. And if you're not warned that you're going down the broad path, you will never know that you need to get off the broad path and come back to the narrow path. And that's what Jesus did here. He was warning these people to get off the path that's broad, the path that the hypocrites walk, and walk down the path that leads to him. In Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49, the Bible says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood rose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. King Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. As God's people, our hearts also need to be set on repairing the house of the Lord. We need to make sure that we are setting the foundation of the church on a rock, a rock that cannot be shaken, and when people call Jesus Lord, but do not the things which he says, their foundation is not on the rock, but it's on the sand. It's on the foundation that's on the earth. And when the winds of life come, 
When the storms of life come and beat against that house, it falls immediately. And the ruin of that house is great because the ruin of that house, the house that is not built on the foundation of the rock, Jesus, the ruin of that house is hell. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? If we are going to repair the house of the Lord, if we're going to have a heart that repairs the house of the Lord, we need to be sure that we're helping people see that they can't just be saying, Jesus, your Lord, without doing what he says. We need to be a people that are doing the will of the Father. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. If we're going to have a heart on repairing the house of the Lord as King Joash did, we have to be a people that listens to God and then acts on what we hear. We need to build our faith so that we trust God. We trust his word. And we put it into practice in our lives. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and Hebrews chapter 5, we have a people that did not do this. They were carnal. They were worldly. They were still babes in Christ that could not move on from the milk to solid food because they were carnal, because they did not have study in their lives. These people did not have a heart for repairing the house of the Lord. They were content with just staying where they were. They were content with just staying in the milk of God's word. And this is not acceptable to God. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14, the Bible says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. If we're going to be God's people, if we're going to have a heart for repairing the house of the Lord, we have to listen to verse six, of chapter 6, verse 1 through 3 of Hebrews chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of doctrine of baptism, of the laying on of hands, of the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And this we will do, if God permits. We want to have a heart that is set on repairing the house of the Lord. We need to get out of the milk and get to the solid food. We need to be full of age. We need to grow up. We need to mature. We need to have our hearts exercised to discern both good and evil. This is going to mean leaving the elementary principles, leaving the milk of God's word, and moving on to deeper things in God's word. King Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. As God's people, our hearts also need to be set on repairing the house of the Lord. We need to be a people that love God and want to worship him the way that he wants to be worshiped. In John chapter 4 and verse 24, the Bible says that God is spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's how we repair the house of the Lord. We worship God the way that he wants to be worshiped. Not according to men, but according to the scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped 
unto all good work. Let's use the scripture that is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work to repair the house of the Lord. King Joash set his heart on repairing the house of the Lord. As God's people, our hearts also need to be set on repairing the house of the Lord. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.